0: hello hello and welcome back to trying to figure it out i'm Allie, and here on trying to figure it out we do exactly that we talk about literally everything you could imagine as a woman in my 20s i'm now 25 i talk about my struggles, the struggles of my guests, and just things that life throws at us. It could be childhood trauma, it could be stuff that happens when you're a mom or a dad. We talk about relationships, we talk about friendships, we talk about mental health and so much more. And I'm just so grateful that I get to sit here and do this. So with that being said, we're back with another solo episode. It's been a while since you guys have been stuck with just me and now you are. And so I think that's something that's super, relevant and important to me right now is the fact that it's summer and we've done a lot of conversations on this podcast about body positivity and I've learned a lot even since our last time talking about it. So I really just want to spend this episode talking to you guys about body positivity and just summer and ways to stay confident in who you are when the world might be seemingly working against you. So before we get into that, I do want to give you guys some life updates because who would I be if I didn't? It's so embarrassing that like every time I do this, of course, like the first thing that comes into my mind is to tell you all that I've like been to Disney multiple times in the last couple of weeks. Like it's so embarrassing at this point. Like if Disney has not seen my TikTok or my podcast, like you should tune in and like give me some sort of sponsorship because I talk about you guys pretty much every episode, even if I have a guest, somehow Disney still comes up. But I went twice this week and... My boyfriend, I honestly think about this all the time. Like I couldn't be with someone else because I don't know who else would ever want to go to Disney as much. Like he wants to go, if anything, more than I want to go. And I'm like, okay, I found my soulmate because how am I ever going to be with someone else if they don't want to go to Disney that much? Like how? But yeah, I went to Disney twice this week. We went to Toontown. Toontown is like the little area for like all the like Mickey stuff. Like you walk in and you got like, hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. Like the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Essentially like you're walking into the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, if you watched that as a child, which of course I did. So that's what it is. And it's just the cutest little place ever. I didn't even know it was there. I've been going to this Disneyland for however long and I never even made it to Toontown. And then the little Mickey ride is just like the sweetest little thing I've ever been on. And I love it. The seat though, majorly uncomfortable you're gonna get off you're gonna have back pain and your butt's gonna hurt but the ride is great and it's super cute so i guess that's my disney update other than that i would just say i've definitely been going through a lot i shared with you guys a few weeks ago that my anxiety has been kind of cranked up i have been dealing with a lot of things um, family issues and health stuff that's not related to me, but related to my loved ones. And it's just been a really hard time. I think I'm trying a new strategy. In the long run, it's gonna be better for me, but I think right now it's making my days a lot tougher than normal. I'm the type to avoid and pretend like things aren't bad when they're bad. And then five years later, or when things simmer, that's when I react to whatever previously had just gone down. So I'm trying this strategy to really be present in the moment and emote and feel what I'm feeling while it's happening and I think it's just been like a little bit of a rough patch for me mentally but I do think it'll be worth it in the long run and hopefully this is just a new way of coping for me that helps me exit this phase where I just keep building up trauma because I think that's kind of what keeps happening. I hold all this stuff in. I don't feel it when it's happening. And then months later, I'm like, oh, I have PTSD. I wonder why. And it's really just because I didn't choose to process in the moment. So that's kind of a little life update. I am super excited that it's going to be summer. I'm so excited to travel. I kind of am in this like weird in between with jobs. So I kind of have the luxury that this summer I really can just spend it with my family and traveling and really just enjoying some time to myself. And I think it's much needed if we're being totally honest. So I do have some travel plans coming up. I feel like that's the perfect segue to kind of get into what I want to talk about this week, which is as summer approaches, I feel like it's important to remind ourselves that everything we see on social media over the summer is not always what it is. I've said this in so many other ways. Like when I went to college, I got there freshman year, and felt like it was a competition on Snapchat over who was having the most fun, who was drinking the most, who was looking the coolest. And then when we all got home for winter break, it was like all agreed that no one was having fun. Kind of similar to that, I do feel like when summer comes around, we see people going on these really extravagant trips or just being in their own homes and they're posting photos in bathing suits or looking gorgeous, there's a sense of us comparing ourselves to them. We're comparing how much fun we're having to them. We're comparing our looks to them. We're comparing our bodies to them. And I think that in some ways it's like exciting and you're excited to go on your trip and get your thirst trap and get your photo that's gonna make you feel like you looked amazing and get more comments than you've gotten since December, whatever it's gonna be. But I just wanna stress as much as I possibly can, that this is three months of the year. It is three months of the year, they happen every year, and we spend so much time talking about it. Our summer bodies, our hot girl summers, our single girl era, our villain era, whatever you wanna call it, like revenge body, whatever it is that you are striving for in the summertime specifically, Just know that what you see on social media is not always real. Half these photos you are going to see on Instagram are heavily edited. There is just so much to compare ourselves to and it drives me crazy. I am so guilty of it. I actually have a very strict no online shopping policy for myself. I have never, ever in my life been satisfied with a purchase I made online. I see something on a model, I love the way it looks on them, I order it and then I try it on and I'm too short or too curvy or my stomach doesn't sit that way or isn't cinched that way and my hips are a little wider or whatever it is, it never looks on me the way it does on the person who I saw it on that made me wanna buy that article of clothing. I would so much rather walk into a store, see a pair of jeans hanging on a rack and be like, I have no idea what these are going to look like on me. They might not go over my thighs, or they might. And they might look great, or they might look terrible. But at least I don't have in my mind a reference of what it looks like on someone else. I have no idea. And I don't want to know. Because if they were meant to be my jeans, or my top, or whatever, then they were meant to be mine. And if they weren't, then that's fine. Like, that is something I try really hard to stay true by. I don't like online shopping. It just makes me feel consistently weird about myself because even if it does fit, it still doesn't look the same. And I have this image in my head of what it looked like on someone else. And I just don't want to live that way. I just don't want to compare myself to others constantly. I think we're stuck in a world where that's all we get to do. And it's all we do do. And it's torture. It's just too much pressure for anyone to deal with. And I think summer is when that really gets exemplified. Look, I love Alex Earl. I think what she's doing is awesome, but she is a skinny girl with a perfect boob job, blonde hair, and blue eyes. And everything she puts on looks great on her. I see her try on these outfits and I think to myself, oh, like maybe I should get more into long skirts. And then I put on a long skirt and it goes down to my toes because I'm five foot three and I look silly and I'm like well why did that look so good on her but it doesn't look good on me and I think that like what she and her friends and all these people are doing is great but I think that especially right now when everyone is hypersensitive to social media summer is just a big time for that I think it's important to just take a moment to reflect and not be so hard on ourselves and just know that it's just three months of the year and we do not need to suffer or put our bodies through any sort of danger to fit a quote summer mold like that to me is just so dangerous and so scary. Everybody is a summer body. And I think that like we have so much progress in society to make but one place that I actually think we've made so much progress in is the fact that there is accessibility to bathing suits and articles of clothing that really do fit everyone and say what you want this might be a hot take but I think skims and good American are two amazing examples of this I think that skims has created bras bathing suits shapewear dresses, pajamas, robes, everything you could imagine that fit truly anyone. And I do think that we have made a lot of progress and I am grateful that I'm now in a place where I could have the same bathing suit as someone with a completely different body type than me. Like that was not the case six years ago or three years ago even. It's just important to know that you are who you are and someone else is who they are and their body is beautiful and your body is beautiful. And if you have goals, that is okay. Like, But I think it's also okay to be okay with where you are at and to feel beautiful and to feel proud of where you are. So I think another reason why I wanted to talk about this now is because... I've never really shared my own experience with my eating or my weight or my health issues that affect my weight, and I think that it's something that is weird to talk about and kind of taboo to talk about, but I do want to kind of share a little bit more of myself with you guys because, look, I'm sitting here, again, like I'm a skinny girl sitting here talking about body positivity, like that can come across so many different ways, but I don't think I've fully like shared much of myself when it comes to my struggles with eating. So I kind of want to take some time to just open up with you guys today and share a little bit of my journey. So we are going to dive a bit into disordered eating. And if this is something that is triggering to you or something that you might not want to listen to or feel comfortable listening to, I do recommend that. You either skip this episode or fast forward to the end because I would never want anyone to be triggered in any type of way. But that being said, I do want to share that I recently have been getting more and more comfortable with acknowledging that I do have an eating disorder. I don't exactly know what it is. I would lean towards the side of saying that I have a binge eating disorder and it's something that I've definitely struggled with since I was in middle school. I would get picked up from school, and there was a deli right next to my school. It was called the wedge Deli, and everyone went there after school, whether you were getting picked up by your parents or a babysitter or whoever it was. Everyone would kind of go there and go get like a snack after school. I would go there, and it was one of those things where You know, you grow up with your parents being like you get one fruit roll up on a birthday party and like that's just the biggest treat in the world or you get told like no sweets before dinner, no sweets after dinner because of X, Y, Z reasons. And I think that the free reign for me of being picked up by a babysitter who didn't really know the rules that my parents had in place for what I was allowed to eat and when I would go into this deli and I would get whatever possible things I wanted that day, I'd get a bag of Milano's and whatever snacks looked appealing to me, I would just take them all. And the whole ride home, I would just eat it all. It was strange to me. I didn't understand why I was that hungry. I didn't know if it was abnormal. I didn't know if it was like, no one can stop me. My mom's not here. My dad's not here. They're not telling me no. So I can just eat whatever I want. And then it kind of transitioned because I became a really intense high school athlete. I was working out four days a week, at after school training. I was doing practice till 6 p.m. And then I would go straight to my weightlifting facility where I would be there for hours just lifting like 200 pounds, deadlifting, squatting, like I was doing all this stuff. So it didn't matter if I was eating steak for dinner four nights a week. It just didn't matter. And I didn't process food or what my calorie count was or any of that because it didn't affect how I looked because I was working out so intensely. And then I got to college and I think that that's when I really started to struggle with my body image because I wasn't an athlete anymore and I wasn't working out to that level and I didn't want to. I really didn't care to work out. I really only worked out for the purpose of being better for the next season of field hockey. Like it was like, I have a season coming up. I wanna be the best. And so this is what I'm gonna do to get there. But then once I didn't have any of that purpose, I did not care to go to the gym or go for a run or do Pilates or anything. I just didn't want to. I didn't like it. I don't think I ever really liked it. It was always for a purpose. So when it didn't have a purpose to me, it wasn't a priority of mine. And so college came around and everyone talks about the freshman 15. And I think that that's a very alcohol related statement that people make but for me the freshman 15 or whatever amount of weight i gained had nothing to do with what i was drinking i actually really wasn't drinking much freshman year because i didn't really have that many friends or people to go out with i was eating the same way that i had been eating for the prior five or six years but i was living a totally different life i wasn't working out i wasn't active i was in college it was a totally different time. My body completely changed. Every ounce of my body that was muscle that I had acquired over years turned into fat because I wasn't lifting anymore and I wasn't playing field hockey every day. And so I think that freshman year of college was a really weird time for me. And I just, my body changed drastically. I would go home for the holidays and I would just feel like my family noticed that I gained so much weight or that I looked so different and I always felt so insecure about it. I would go through these phases of like I need to lose weight now and then I would get into these fad diets or I would go to a hiking retreat or a like weight loss camp or whatever like I'd pick any possible quick solution option that I could find, lose the weight, stay there for a little bit, not even see the progress. Like people would say, oh, you lost weight. I wouldn't see that though. I'm like, what are you talking about? I eat more than anyone I know because that's what I was used to doing was eating more than anyone I know. I really did that a lot through college. I would gain, I would lose, I would gain, I would lose. And then in the midst of me trying to navigate my post-athlete body and doing fad diets I ended up getting diagnosed in 2018 with PCOS and prediabetes. And when I found that out, it was super, super validating. A lot of women don't even know they have PCOS. A lot of women who are considered, quote, obese do suffer from PCOS. And so finding that out was super, super validating, but in a way like fuel for the fire of my disordered eating because those were all things that I could just use as like Oh, I'm eating this much because I have this. It was just all reasons to continue fueling a fire for me. And I think that as I've grown in my diagnosis, I've found ways to acknowledge that separate from those diagnoses, I do struggle from disordered eating. And those are two totally different things. And I think it's been hard, but important for me to differentiate the two. I shared this because I don't think I was being honest with myself when I brought the dietitian on this podcast. And so I feel like I'm ready to be more honest now and just share a little bit more about my backstory and just really, really cannot stress enough that every body is beautiful. We have three months to get through and just try your best to not compare yourself. And you know what? do a step better than that. Go out there and take a picture of yourself in whatever state you're in and just feel proud of that and feel beautiful in that and feel confident in that because there is beauty in every single one of us and every Instagram photo you could take in your bathing suit, not in your bathing suit, whatever summer thirst trap you wanna post, just feel proud to post it and feel confident in what you look like. Everyone else will think so in line with that because they can feel your confidence through whatever you put on your social media. So I truly just wanted to come on here and share a little bit more of myself, but more importantly, just want to give a little PSA that you are beautiful no matter who you are, what you look like, what size you are, what size pants you wear, what size shoe you are, how tall you are, how short you are, whatever it is, you are beautiful. I hope this gives you a little bump of encouragement to go into the summer and if you want to eat a fucking cheeseburger, eat a cheeseburger. If you want to eat a lettuce wrap cheeseburger, do that, but do whatever you're doing because it's what you want and it's what makes you feel good about who you are, not because someone else made you feel like you had to do that. I love you all and I just want you all to feel beautiful and have the best summer because the summer can be really amazing, but it can also be super shitty on social media. So just want everyone to take a deep breath and go into the summer feeling powerful and beautiful and bold and truly authentically themselves. That is all I have to say for you guys today. And I'm going to do a little out piece three because why not? I'm going to do maybe like some pre-summer jams Okay. A really good summer jam is Amber by 311. If you're in a car with people and you put that on, they're going to like, okay, this person is a vibe because they know that this is like the perfect summer jam. Okay. I'm going to be that bitch that's getting into the sped up version of songs, but the song Cupid by, I have no idea, twin something. I have no idea who it's by, but the song Cupid is such a smash. I've been listening to it on repeat. It's so good. Love it. And then of course, we're just going to throw it back to Post Malone because he just can do no wrong. And Chemical by Post Malone is definitely going to be a summer anthem. So that's my outpiece three. I love you all so much. I hope you all have a beautiful summer and feel beautiful and feel confident in yourselves We will be back next week with another exciting guest and I am so excited for you guys to hear the next episode and I appreciate you guys for being here.